Blog Talk Radio. Well, good afternoon, depending on where you are in radio land. It could be morning or afternoon. We hope you're having a great week. We'd like to welcome you to the Dr. Fred Says Show, where we bring you live from Miami, Florida, Dr. Fred Valdez. And each week we talk about the state of health in the world today. And for the last while, we've been covering mainly essential oils from Aziz International, the Mayo Division. And today, Dr. Valdez is going to talk to us about type 2 diabetes and cinnamon oil. So this should be very interesting. So on that note, if you're not familiar with Dr. Valdez, he teaches part-time at a medical school that's close to Miami. His background is emergency medicine, and he spent many years studying complementary medicine. Within his team are doctors, chiropractors, therapists, alternative healthcare practitioners, and professional athletes. So I'm going to pass the call over to you, Dr. Fred Valdez. Well, thank you, Denise. It's a great topic. And, uh, you know, your introduction is, is so appropriate when you say the state of, of the world today as far as health, uh, and because this is a very sad state with diabetes. Uh, and uh, it's not just in the United States, uh, you know, the, it's worldwide, and the numbers uh, are really, really scary. Uh, so, you know, when you look at diabetes, I uh, just want to give a little overview on what is diabetes and the types. You know, we have type 1, which is insulin-dependent diabetes, and that's a diabetes that uh, you are born with. That's a pancreas just does not produce insulin to control your sugar, and, of course, you become insulin-dependent. Now, there's been great advances on insulin, you know, uh, different forms of insulin, how we apply the insulin. Uh, so the dosage is a lot more accurate. That used to be a problem, uh, you know, many years ago. And then looking at things like uh, inhalable insulin and so on and so forth. But, you, you know, still you still have, a, have an issue. You will have it for life. Now, type 2 diabetes, uh, that's a different animal, and that's the most prevalent type of diabetes today. And type 2 diabetes, uh, you, you were not born with it. You picked it up, <laughs> and you picked it up from uh, all the bad habits, you know, all the things we've heard about a thousand times that affects our health, you know, the poor diet, the lack of exercise, and so on and so on. Uh, and usually, you know what's, what's amazing, Denise, and I want to make this point real quick before we talk about cinnamon oil. Uh, it used to be like when you turn 40, you know, some years back, like 10 years ago, 15 years ago or so, when you turn 40 and you're 40-ish, you know, 45, 44, uh, you, you check your sugar because that's the age that you could see the beginnings, of, you know, of type 2 diabetes and all that. That's, that's no longer the case. We are now seeing kids. We are now seeing juvenile diabetes type 2 in very scary growing numbers. Uh, and, and, you know, obesity, of course, is one of the, one of the factors that we talk about here. And, and we, we see juvenile obesity on the rise. It's just absolutely scary. It's not just the problems with obesity that we know about and the heart and everything and cholesterol. No, it's about diabetes, and diabetes affects everything. You know, the numbers are really scary. And these numbers are from, from uh, 2014, and since then, uh, they have gotten a lot worse. 29.1 million people in the United States have diabetes, okay? I'm talking type 2 here. Uh, 8.1 million may be undiagnosed, so they don't know they have it. So that, that is a really, really uh, scary number. And uh, one of the things about age, you know, uh, type 2 diabetes uh, increases with age. 
So, you know, if, if you become diagnosed at age, let's say, 17, you know, uh, late teens or whatever, 14, 15, and nothing is done, or maybe you don't get diagnosed. By the time you get 25, you're 25, 26, 28, it's gotten a lot, lot, lot worse. Now, diabetes type 2, what happens is a couple of reasons here we need to clarify a little bit. Uh, the pancreas may produce insulin in, in the diabetes type 2 case, but often it's not enough because you have abused uh, the organ. You have abused the pancreas by the consumption of, of the sugar over and over and over and over. And, and, you know, we could do a whole show on, on the dangers of sugar. As a matter of fact, it's one of the topics that I think we should bring up uh, in the next few weeks or so uh, because there's a lot of evidence now on the, on the dangers of sugar. But the sugar is very addictive. Like, you know that. You start eating candy when you, when you, you know, and, and you're invincible, right? <clears throat> when you're a teenager, it doesn't hurt you. So you eat and eat candy. It doesn't make a difference. And, and, and nowadays, you know, the lifestyle adds to that, which has become a lot more sedentary, you know, because of the technology, the phones and all that. Kids don't exercise as much. They don't ride bicycles as much. They don't play, you know, sports as much. So all those things combined uh, creates an increase in diabetes type 2 to the point that it's an epidemic. And, and it affects everything. It, it affects everything. You probably, it affects your heart. It affects your skin. It affects your vision. So, so it's something that affects every aspect of your health. Now, you know, what are the answers and solutions to that? And, you know, before we talk about cinnamon oil, uh, I want to say that, uh, of course, it's, it's a compliance issue that we always do. It's that none of the products we talk about here are meant to treat, diagnose, prevent, mitigate, uh, cure any diseases. But all that said, and it's one of the points that we make on the show every time when we talk about essential oils, folks, the paradigm has, is changing very, very fast for the following reason. In the last 10 or 15 years, uh, the number of clinical trials has been on the increase on the benefits of essential oils. So it's no longer something that uh, folks fail and you say, you know, it's been used for a thousand years and you can trace it back to the Bible. You know, cinnamon is one of the oldest oils and, and on and on and on. Now we have, you know, mainstream evidence from clinical trials, clinical studies on people, you know, not on rats. You know, double-blind, placebo-controlled studies uh, that are telling us, yes, there's evidence now that essential oils do provide health benefits. So that has changed the paradigm completely to the point, and this is another point that I want to make about oils in general, that the essential oil industry is projected to be a $64.2 billion with a big dollar industry in just a couple of years. So all that said, Let's talk about cinnamon oil, uh, and uh, I don't want to get too scientific here, but I, I just want to say this, that uh, quite a few studies have demonstrated in the last few years that the way it works, cinnamon oil actually mimics mimics the effect of insulin uh, when you have glucose uptake and the cells called adipocytes and skeletal muscles. Okay, So it mimics the, the effects of insulin. Uh, one of the reasons on diabetes type 2 were why the insulin is not effective also is because you, you, you become insulin resistant and, and, and that is, is a factor that uh, is contributed to by you know stressors from the outside you know stress factors and so on and so forth so all those things contribute to 
the insulin will be ineffective and you are insulin resistant. So even though your pancreas produces insulin, it's not utilized. And the sugar is floating free and it doesn't get burned out by the cell. So uh, this, is a, this is a study that I, I want to uh, quote here a little bit. Uh, and it's from 2014. And it's really, really impressive. Uh, and the premise of the study was cinnamon seems to be a highly bioactive, uh, appearing to mimic, again, the effect of insulin to increase uh, glucose uptake in adipocytes and a skeletal muscle. Uh, and, uh, you know, th- this is a very, very serious study done with patients. I think it was 455 patients or something like that. Uh, and the study lasted, uh, you know, a-, a long time. And they did a meta-analysis of the study. And the conclusions of this, oh, by the way, the study was done, uh, it was published in the Clinical Nutrition Journal on October of 2014. So it's a fairly recent study, and that's just one of the many studies that I saw. And everyone, the conclusion was that the use of cinnamon uh, showed a beneficial effect on glycemic control uh, in every pathway. Uh, so this is this is really, really, uh, really impressive, folks. Uh, we're talking very serious studies here that have been published, uh, and not on rats, not on mice, not on theory, on, on people. Uh, so, you know, cinnamon oil, uh, and now the ways to use cinnamon oil for this, a lot of the studies that I looked at, Denise, show that actually aromatherapy uh, does have an effect. And, and, you know, with all oils, there's a, a lot of evidence coming out recently that aromatherapy, just the smell, induces certain cells in the brain to produce activity through hormonal uh, pathways that control functions in our bodies. So, you, you know, smells... And we know that, you know, we've known that for a long time in some ways. You know, when you smell food, for example, uh, you don't taste it. You just smell it. Uh, you know, you salivate. You know, Pavlov did all those experiments with the dogs, the salivation, all that. You salivate because the smell induces your brain to say, hey, that's food. It smells good. It's time to eat. So it produces saliva, uh, so, you know, in advance of you chewing the food and all that. So, but now we know that the smells, actually induce many other areas of the brain, including the, the insulin production uh, and insulin utilization in your body. So that is one of the main, main pathways, one of the main ways that cinnamon uh, works, cinnamon oil works. So aromatherapy is fantastic. And, of course, cinnamon is one of those oils that's in so many different varieties. Uh, you, you can use it externally. You can use it on cooking. You can use it internally through, through capsules. Uh, this one study that I showed you was actually used internally in capsules. And, of course, we have the veggie caps. You can put the cinnamon oil in it. Uh, but, uh, you know, it definitely does have an effect of mimicking insulin to help us uh, break down the, the, the blood sugar levels. I saw a few other studies, because there's no time on the show to cover all of that, uh, also using oils on the effects of diabetes type 2, you know, when, it, when it's untreated. Uh, when it goes, it gets out of hand, and we start getting the sores in the skin and so on and so on, and your skin becomes affected. So then we're using oils to treat the consequences of diabetes, uh, you know, on the skin and so on and so forth. So cinnamon oil. Now, let me just add to this. What do we do for diabetes type 2 in mainstream? You know, metformin is the name that comes to mind. It's number one used drug for diabetes uh, type 2. Folks, uh, it, it's a it's a multi, multi-billion dollar industry, and we have a lot of other medications. Almost every week, you see a drug that comes out 
to treat diabetes type 2. And then you listen to the side effects. You listen to the side effects for about 48 seconds or a minute, and you go, my God, they're still talking about the side effects on the TV commercial. And, and so, it's, you know, it's a then if you do and then if you don't. I'm sure some of those drugs work, but, but the side effects, you really have to consider the side effects on the liver and the heart and so on and so forth. So, you know, again, I'm not saying that you, have, you can quit metformin and use cinnamon oil by no means whatsoever. Always consult with a physician, and it's the right thing to do before doing any alternative treatment. All I'm doing here in the show, folks, is, is showing that there are clinical trials uh, published uh, you can go to PubMed.gov and, and see them, that have demonstrated that cinnamon oil, when properly used, is an effective tool in, in, in treating the diabetes type 2 condition. Okay. Now, and that, this is just at the beginning, folks. Uh, you know, it's one of the exciting things about oils. We are just on the starting stage where in the next three, four, five years, we're going to see fantastic studies coming out and, and more uh, awareness of essential oils and so on. So uh, can you add essential oil, cinnamon, uh, for any diabetics or, or, or to prevent diabetes? Absolutely, it should be. Aromatherapy, yes, by far the best way. You can use it on a diffuser. You can put it on your hands and inhale a couple of times a day. Uh, you can put a few drops on, the, on a piece of cotton and keep it on your purse. I mean, there's, there's a thousand different ways to use the essential oils through aromatherapy. So that's the show today, Denise. If you have any comments to make, I'll pass the show back to you. Well, that was very interesting. I certainly didn't know any of that. Thank you. And would you like to give you, our audience your email in case they'd like to contact you? Of course. My email is fredvaldez56 at gmail.com. Fredvaldez, the number 56 at gmail.com. And as always, we always say that. Valdez, in this case, it's spelled with an S, not a Z. That's right. And uh, thank you for all that information and all that you do to research the information for this show. And we'd like to thank our audience for continuing to support us by listening to us and asking questions. And if you'd like to learn more about, um, especially the essential oils, you can go to directly to the website, theameo.com, and that's spelled A as in Apple, M as in Mary, E as in Edward, O as in Orange, dot com. It's a great site, tons of information there. And on that note, we'd like to wish you all a wonderful, happy weekend. Take care. Bye-bye.